Premier Pets Grooming Salon allows your boys to sit down at Radio Row with top-tier NFL athletes, including Super Bowl champion Adrian Battles. We talked about his years with Green Bay, his story of coming up from Milwaukee, and his post-playing career with Nike. Back on the program live from Radio Row, and you know who's allowed us to be here, boys, is the Duke City Gladiators. The Duke City Gladiators have, you know, they're, they're a crucial part in us being out here because we got their support. And we have former Cleveland Gladiator, Adrian Battles, on the show. Sure. Maybe a little more famously known for that Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yep. Adrian, welcome. Thanks for having me, man. Like I said before we started, like, I mean, there's a lot of energy in this station, and I, I love what you guys got going. Oh, I love that. For sure. Oh, we're trying to have some fun out here, man. Oh, that's, that's what I'm hey, about. Do you think the, the Cleveland offensive line is going <laughs> to How many times you heard that today? Oh, yeah. man, so many, so many times. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's crazy, but it's, it's been a lot of that stuff going around today to keep an energy light, and I like it. I got to say ahead. this, man. For sure. Okay, uh, how is it being a brother? From where you're from. It's cold, man. How, how did, <laughs> it's cold, bro. I, like, I, I thought you – I don't know if you thought I was going sports-wise, but uh, it's cold. It's cold here. I have a hoodie on now. Yeah. So, like, how is it, man? Like, I don't – tell me something. You know, and my whole family is down south. My mom moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so it was different for her too. But it's brutal. It's brutal. Every time <laughs> my feet, my fingers, everything is, you know, hurting and in pain when it's, in, when it's that cold. But, you know, crazy and contrary to belief, I'm used to it now. You know, oh, I believe it. I, I believe go back it. home and I just got a hoodie and some shorts on and it's – 15 degrees, I'm fine. When I was broadcasting for the St. Louis Ambush years ago, I was broadcasting uh-huh. for a soccer team. We'd have to go to Milwaukee twice a season to play the Milwaukee Way, which yep. is like a very cool indoor soccer team. I'm going to tell you this about Milwaukee boys. Best tender in the country. Like you just tell, you set up the pro, you let them know you're coming a couple days ahead of time, uh-huh. and yeah. they at the hotel. They wait. <laughs> they, they welcome to Milwaukee. Yeah. We, we got the courage. You want to go down to the Dells? Yeah. We got a house on a rock. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're going to take care of you in every way. Tinder and everywhere. We're going to take care of you. <laughs> I, I only do good on Tinder in my own hometown yeah. because when I go to another city, they think I'm like a dummy account because I'm just so skinny and white and nondescript. Oh, okay. yeah. They're like, this is a fishing scam, I guarantee it. I know, There's for like, sure. no way. There's no way. The next time you travel, put my picture on there, man. Let's see, <laughs> Let's see if we can get some hits for that. Obviously, I uh, grew, grew up in Milwaukee, grew yep. up in Wisconsin, and then, you know, you went to, for whatever reason, you crossed the state line, went to play in Minnesota State. Okay, yep. no one there is mad at you in your hometown. <laughs> but then when the time came, you got to play in the league, you got to play professionally. Uh, ended with them Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and that was a dream come true for me. Uh, growing up and watching that team my whole life and, you know, being a big Brett Favre fan. Yeah. And, you know, when I got to the league, my first team was Minnesota, and Brett Favre was coincidentally the quarterback yeah. there in his last season. So, you know, all that coming full circle and then getting to play for my hometown team is it's nothing like it. You know, I, I used to hear people say it growing up, but getting a chance to do it, it's a feeling you can't even describe. So you, you, you won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. I'm looking at your pendant. Is that a part of the ring? Did you make the ring into a pendant? Yeah. I did. What made you want to do that? That's fire. Uh, well, I got the ring still, too. But okay. I just kind of got like the replica of it made into okay. a pendant. But I wanted to do it because I think sometimes when I wear this, it reminds me of, you know, just simple like reminders in life of that any adversity you face, you can get through. Because that season, we weren't really good. You know, we came in as a sixth seed and just kind of ran the table to win the Super Bowl. So sometimes it's a mental, like a little mental up for me to continue to, you know, just push through everything I'm going now, through in now life. Now, you don't know this, but you're actually sitting here with one of your former bosses. Oh, really? Yeah, you were sitting here. With Van Nunley, who's part owner of the Green Bay Packers, okay. has it hanging on his wall one at share. the house. One share, baby. Three hundred bucks. <laughs> me, me, and um, it was the not the last one. Okay, the last one was like four eighty or yep, something yep, like yep. that. Yeah, the, sure. I got I got like the the fifteen year old one. Okay, and then also our producer back home, Mike Vital, yeah, is a big Packers fan. He's from Wisconsin. Got you. So he's a big fan as well. But I'm not going to ask you any uh, softball 
Packers questions. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you, what's it like playing underneath Coach Hayden Fox for the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles? Hayden Fox. Is that coach reference too old? You not get the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Since since let's let's take a step back. Since that's you a good coach the, reference. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's it was. A little niche. Since you uh, a you know, you one of the owners of the Packers. I mean, I feel like I got a paycheck I never got. So. <laughs> 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 what do I owe you? <laughs> I mean, we won't say it on the air, but as soon as we get done, <laughs> we need to have a one-on-one conversation for sure. Thirty bucks. <laughs> let's do it. That's it. Let's do it. The uh, so in the news a little bit. A uh, guy you play with, guy led you Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know him well. I don't know if you know him poorly. But mm-hmm. here's what I do know. I didn't know him up until this year. He's been in the headlines a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Can you talk a little bit about what it takes? Because he's he's a, uh, to, I think, to be fair. Um, to be fair. A fair definition is eccentric. Can you talk about what it takes to mentally be an offensive lineman and mentally what it be, means to be a quarterback at the very top level? For sure. I think for me, um, you know, playing is with – Is that scam likely? You want to take that? To <laughs> <laughs> no, we ignore those. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, we might have to answer that one. But, um, you know, playing with Aaron, you know, Aaron's one of those guys that you look at. And, you know, it's very few players you can look at and get inspired by. You know, yeah. when, he, when he has a fire in his eyes, you know exactly what's happening. You know, and I know he's made the media recently for a lot of negative reasons. But, you know, to battle and go through the things he does at his level, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, so I know it's a lot of looming decisions he has going on. And I, I know how tough the game is mentally and physically for him. So I hope he makes the decision to do what's right for him and his family. But, you know, to be an offensive lineman for him, you have to really be able to quick, uh, think on your qu- uh, quick on your feet. Yeah. You know, I tripped over those words. But uh, <laughs> because he's always changing the line. You know, he's changing the calls. But it's because he's so far ahead of the defensive coordinators that he can see things right away as soon as we line up and he switches things quick. So you got to be really equipped, you know, to play for a guy like that. Okay. Let's just say they haven't won one since you. So, hey, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, another thing, you were in the picture when you guys went to the White House. You get next to Obama. Tell the truth. You, you you shouldered your way through that, didn't you? <laughs> you you, you <laughs> tell the tell the truth. That wasn't that wasn't no. Oh, I'm next to Obama. This is crazy. Yeah. Like you really you you made your way, didn't you? It was one of those things to where like, you know you walked in and it was food. And usually I'm a guy I'm gonna grow towards the food. But when they said the lady said let's start lining up, you know instead of grabbing the food I went straight to her. You know yeah. so I ended up getting down by the front. It was lucky, man. And as soon as the the aired live, I had all the text messages going off in my pocket. I was sweating, nervous myself. But that was a lucky <laughs> situation to be in. But I'm blessed for that picture. No, that's right. All right, fine. I'll ask Packers questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The mystique of Lambeau. Okay. What is it like walking into that cathedral of football? For sure. You know what? Um, My first walk into that stadium when I got there my first day, I walked down with Reggie McKenzie, and he told me, you know, sometimes if you be quiet in here, you can hear the legend speak to you. And that was big for me because, I, you know, I had never heard anything like that. But it's true. Sometimes they have those echoes in that tunnel and different things playing throughout the day where you can hear old interviews from Jerry Kramer and, you know, uh, Vince Lombardi, things like that. So it's really a historic place. And it just kind of gives you a different type of energy to be there. Like, it's, it's almost like you can play with some type of, like, I don't even know what the word is to use, but it's like you play with, like, more of a – a meaning behind the Packer name. So it's, it's, it's historic to play there. It's, even the practice in that stadium is just great. And, you know, the first time I was familiar with you uh, professionally wasn't actually for your play on the field. It was it was you and, like, a cheesehead thing that kind of made the run. Do you guys remember this? It was all over. The, you'd know exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you and it's this, like, oversized cheesehead deal. <laughs> yeah. or and you, and you're, like, you're like, cool, I'm just the front pace of Twitter here yeah. for five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, so so what is that like, being able to just shine that big personality and what NFL, at least, standards like? Kind of a small city kind of a For small sure. community what's that like to be able to stand out above I think it was it was just that it was you know being an example of what my community and what my city was stood for yeah. you know I, I took that that moment you know I didn't take it for granted at all I knew a lot of kids that grew up like me 
wanted to see somebody from our community, you yeah. know, make it. And I think that moment signified that for me and for a lot of the youth in that area, you know, knowing that it's possible, you know, because at some point, you know, growing up where I grew up, we didn't think it was possible. Right. You know? So that moment was surreal for me itself. And it's a funny picture. I was I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I couldn't know, stop yeah. cheesing. <laughs> so I was cheesing. Uh, I'm glad I brushed my teeth that day, though, because otherwise <laughs> those pictures wouldn't be as pleasant. Okay, so you were in the Super Bowl. How are the – what – when did you – when you guys were going to the Super Bowl, when did you wake up that morning and be like, oh, my goodness, yeah. I'm in the Super Bowl. I'm going to play in the Super Bowl. Was it a few days before the morning of when you were coming out of the tunnel? When did it really hit you? I think it really hit me the morning of, honestly. I think if I can go back and live in that moment again, I always say, like, I would have enjoyed the moment more. Right. But it was that morning. I remember waking up and uh, my teammate, one of my you know favorite teammates of all time, Mike Neal, uh, he was just like, bro, we in the effing Super Bowl, you know, and I'm like, you're right, you know, we are, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it was it was surreal for us, but that moment it hit me, you know, and I remember texting my mom that morning like, I can't believe I'm actually here, like we watch this game in the living room every year with right. pizza and you know wings and things like that, but now I'm on the other side of that, you know, I'm on the other side of that TV, so it, it, that moment for me was big, man. That's something I remember, you know, every time we talk about football, this week comes up and it brings me goosebumps no matter who's playing. Wow. Where, where is your Super Bowl jersey at right now? It's at home, friend of my mom's. There you go. Yeah, for sure. That's what it is. Yeah. Nice. I, I know no, no dirt on it, though, because I didn't play, but. That don't matter. No, yeah, no, no it dirt. It yeah. does not I, matter. But no, it don't. I mean, that's part of the team, though. It's framed really <laughs> clear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know we got to cut it, but we were going to talk real quick. Uh, life after football, you're working with Nike, you're doing yes. some cool stuff. Yep. Um, you're combining social media and athletics together. We saw, literally just walking in, this very impressive side of this billboard. It's Nike. It's it's an LGD, LGBTQ plus advertisement. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the influx of Nike and social media and awareness? For sure, yeah. Right now, we're trying to bring a lot of awareness to diversity. Yeah. Uh, from a hiring lens and also from a representation of our you know, marketing campaigns with kids, uh, the overweight community, women for sure. Uh, and just like a lot of underprivileged and underserved communities. So that's our efforts right now. And we're going to really push forward with that because it's, it's such a big thing in the world that's needed. You know, it's a lot of education that needs behind it. But that's what our big push is right now. So it's been great. It's been great being a part of those things. Sure. Boys, do we miss anything? Wrap it. Let's get it. Adrian, we miss anything? I don't think we miss anything, but that paycheck we got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Whenever we get back from the break, more Two Men On Live from Radio Row on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The yeah. Sports Animal.